Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. Hi there. We are continuing to dive in, and how many more do we have left? We have two. Two, two more episodes to go for We're in chapter 14. Yeah, two more I am statements, and we've been through a bunch so far. So glad you could join us for the second to last. One, and diving in here, we're going to talk about uh, Jesus saying that he's the way, the truth, and the life. So think about this with me. Uh, Netflix has just purchased the rights to the Narnia. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to contain my excitement over here uh, to sound professional. But yes, they have, they have purchased this. I think they've, you know, they've obviously got plans to move forward with it, and it's very, very exciting. To see to see how you know they're going to work on this, but think of even just the Narnia universe and this place that C.S. Lewis came up with in his head um, as I would call it an allegory. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a good story, but it's, it's not all allegory. But like, right? Yeah. But there are definitely yeah. alleg- allegorical aspects to it. Yeah. So, so think of. Narnia in its entirety and as you're reading these books think about like this is what C.S. Lewis is all about what's really important to C.S. Lewis he's writing in these books and in this and in this universe and so if we were to know what C.S. Lewis's character is like then maybe his kids or something like that it's like you guys just need to read the Chronicles of Narnia need to enter into Narnia yeah yeah, you need to understand what Narnia is about and how it moves and flows and, and how Aslan comes into the picture and how he, how he deals with and what he talks about and how he says the things that he does, you know? Yeah. Um, and then what's important to C.S. Like you're Lewis. getting into his headspace. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so think about that as an understanding of Narnia and the Chronicles of Narnia are C.S. Lewis's words. And as we know from the beginning of John, you know, Jesus is described as the word of God. And so I think that's something to keep in mind here is that if we want to know the heart of God, then we're going to move into a place where God's like, he's right in front of you. I want you to interact with this character and I want you to read about this character. He's, he's me. Like this is, this is everything that you're going to need to know that's important to me that I'm trying to reveal to you. So also just take note, like, the place is going to become, like, Narnia is important to be able to understand who the author is, but it's almost like the place is going to kind of morph into, like, they're going to be kind of one and the same okay. in a way. Like, getting, like, it's almost synonymous when you think of Narnia that you're getting a grasp of. Lewis. Okay, so we're thinking, so we're even thinking of Lewis as putting his ideas into characters. Right. But not just characters. Let's think about the setting and the the place and all of that's encompassed in it, not just the, not just the, the animal characteristics, things like that. Okay. So just keep that in mind as we... Cool. Keep going on this one today. All right. So we're going to uh, recap here real quick. Last week, we talked about I am the resurrection and life. And Jesus's friend had died. And he knew that it was important to his friends and their mutual friends. Um, And he was really sad about that. He entered into their grief. 
uh, in, in what death does to relationships. And he had emotions and, you know, whether he knew, whether he knew what he was going to do or not, he, um, it's, it's still, it still kind of consumed him because, because what hurts other people also hurts God and also hurts Jesus. Um, and so he calls them to trust in him since he is the resurrection that's going to bring Lazarus back. Not only right then when he called him out of the tomb, but, uh, but he's also the resurrection that's going to raise each and every one of them at the last day. So that's kind of a recap of what we did before. So now we're working on John chapter 14 um, and even just starting in verse 1. I'm going to read this and then just kind of have Jeff walk through some of this terminology because even, even for me it's a little bit new. But don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and also trust in me. There's more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything's ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. And you know the way to where I'm going. And then Thomas said, no, we don't, Lord. We have no idea where you're going. So how can we know the way? And Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So in this first section in John 14, verse 1 through 4, talk a little bit about Father's home and prepare a place. And then Jesus is going to come get us. And then, and then like he's saying, you'll always be with me. Talk a little bit about like what he's trying to convey here. So maybe if you've read the Gospels recently or if you've been reading not just I Am statements in John, but all of them, you might remember in John 2, like Jesus makes a statement as he's cleaning out the temple, like, this is what you've done to, like, my father's house. house. Right. What is he talking about? He's talking about the temple there, right? Right. Um, and just a reminder of what the temple is, is it's the hot spot, as Tim Mackey likes to refer to it as, like, uh, of heaven and earth okay. overlap or overlapping. And so... Um, so there's a little bit too much earth in the... In the hot spot. Or sin, for like sin. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And um, so is he referring to temple? I think he's more referring to what the temple is supposed to to be. Like it's the, what it's copying. Okay. Like what the temple is actually a shadow over copying, which is that overlap between heaven and earth finally together in one in a union so is that is that what he's talking about like with regard to the fa- <clears throat> the father's home like not just the temple but like you said thinking broader spectrum or what the temple represents say that again so so, so would the temple be representative of what he's talking about as far as the father's home yeah yeah i think the father's home is representative of of what the temple is trying to get at of I don't think he's actually talking about like I'm preparing a place for you in this temple right in in Palestine at this time like I think he's talking about preparing a place for them of where finally heaven and earth are together in in one okay so it's not it's not something we should see as an environment of doors and windows and walls and roofs right but or how maybe we traditionally maybe think about 
heaven too as we're just kind of floating on clouds on clouds in space like um i think he's talking about finally when sin is removed from his good world in heaven descends and comes together so so imagine i guess i'm i'm thinking in terms of like we we moved around a lot when i was younger and so the phrase home is where you hang your hat like we didn't necessarily need to live in a house to be a mm-hmm. home and we didn't even need you know we didn't need to be i mean if you think about it we could we could have a tent but home doesn't necessarily re- i guess refer to the physical place that you go yeah it's like you know this is this is home for us right now because yeah. we're together and we're happy with each other right and that's kind of on point of like what Jesus is getting at he's not giving a ton of details of what this is actually going to entail because part of it is it's this overlap between a person and a place of like the important thing is you can not have a lot of details of what this is going to look like because you're going to be with me and I'm me and my father like that's why it starts off the whole kicks it all off with believe in god okay trust me so so where does prepare come because when we think of prepare it's like when we prepare a meal we don't have a meal we maybe have ingredients or we've got the potential for something but if we're like i'm gonna go prepare a meal and the meal's not ready until I do something with it. So what's he actually preparing? Like what's what's not there that he's going to do that's going to be there after he's done? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, part I mean he's like we know this, like he's setting it up to where he's about to die. Right. So in that sense, I mean there has to, preparing in the sense of fitting them to to be capable to be able to to go okay to the like to go home i guess okay like, uh, but i think also i think there's a sense of he's preparing them in the sense of and this is the case in john's gospel like belief trust is a key component in all of this preparing them to to trust to trust him that this is that he's taking care of it. Okay. So so maybe prepa- maybe preparing is is I mean is he's obviously alluding to his death, resurrection and ascension, right? Right. I mean that's that's what he's talking about. So so preparing so preparing the place while we again, we're not really talking about you know, windows, walls and doors and things like that. Right. Like as far as like a place goes. Right. And but, remember how the narrative has been going, too, of, like, the big question is, what are you going to do with Jesus? Right. What, what are people ultimately going to choose to do? Like, it's ratcheting up. Like, now it's, it's kind of a now or, now or never mentality. What, what are you going to choose to do? Like, is he who he says he is? And... Yeah. Okay. So, so at the beginning of this, it says, "Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God." And that's that's not an 
that's not a difficult thing for a Jewish person back then to do, obviously. Uh-huh. Don't, don't let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. That's a phrase that's written throughout Scripture over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, it's like, don't be afraid, although the circumstances that you're looking at right now are pretty are much scary. Are yeah. scary. Yeah, exactly. And so he says, trust in God. And they're like, yeah, obviously we're going to trust in God. But then he says, also trust in me. <clears throat> and I think, and that's a key point that he's making which he's been making this whole time. He's he's never been he's never been trying to hide the fact that he's that him and the father are one. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so um so as far as like talk um so father's home and prepare a place and then what about like coming coming and getting them? Yeah. Like how does how how do we how do we read that to say, okay, he's father's got a home, he's going to prepare a place, and he's leaving. I mean, he's alluding to the fact that he's leaving. Right. You know, <laughs> I I am going. So and then he and then he says several times like you can't come with me. So I mean, think about just the the logic of just the words that he's just saying. So if he's saying believe in me, trust in me. Uh, but there's a real reality of it's not like he's just like disappearing to some other part of the Roman Empire. Right. Like he's he's dying. And so it seems that like if you're in that room with him right now and all of this is unfolding and he's sharing all this, you might feel comforted, but then he gets crucified and dies and you're like Wait, what? Like, yeah. I what's thought, the plan here? Like, yeah. I thought you were going to go to this town. Right. You're not, that's not what you meant. And now my thought of, can I trust you? You know, when yeah. you say you're going to come back and get me, well, nobody can come back from the dead. Yeah. yeah. And so that's part of the preparation too. Like, I'm going to come, like, even though I'm dying, I'm coming back and I'm getting you. Okay. Yeah. So Jesus speaks of his father's house. <clears throat> And they know the way there. And so I am the way. I mean, that makes a little bit of sense now that we kind of talk about it. So he's, he's the way to get to the Father. The Father's going to have a place. He's going to prepare a place. He's the way to get there. It makes sense. We're talking, about, we're talking about point A, point B. We need to get there. He's coming back. There's a way back and forth. That makes sense. Like, right. I am the way. Okay. I can, Got it. I can understand the terminology of way with regard to preparing a place, coming back, that, that sort of thing. Why would he throw in this seemingly odd uh, suffix to, what, to I am the way, saying I am the way and the truth and the life? Like, where does truth and life come so why in? Why is he adding yeah, truth and life? Right. When he's, when he's using so much language of way and going and preparing and coming back. Well, it kind of flushes it out, doesn't it? When you think of... Well, I am the way. You're saying, okay, here's, I know the direction I'm going, right? Right. I have an idea of the destination, and I have an it's idea Jesus. of the direction to get that, like, right. And I have an idea of the direction, but truth in life helps. I don't know. I guess I'll throw this question out back to you of, like, how would you feel if he just said, I am the way? Would you feel as comforted? Because to me, like adding truth in life just makes you feel a little bit more comfortable. And like, okay, I, 
I think I could be okay if he just said, I am the way. Because I have... I know the destination. Well, I know he, like... Okay. I know the direction. But there's something that's just... That you feel sturdier when you hear he's the truth in the life. All too. right. So, pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> let's, let's think about all the... Maybe not all of the I am statements, but let's let's even go through them and just understand what he's what he's saying, um, which has been comforting to me to think about when he says, "I am the bread of life." Okay, and okay, you're the bread, but that not only just like eating bread, but it gives life. He's the bread of life. Right. Yeah. And so and so yeah, adding life onto there is better than. You know, than just I'm I'm some I'm some good toast for you to eat. You know, I am bread and I am life in that, and that life is in that. You know, I am the light of the world. And while we've talked about, you know, a blind person can still live, it's not life. Like they're not living life to the fullest if you if you can't see. Right? Right. And also notice also notice <laughs> in the in that one I am the light of the world, there's a context too of he doesn't say I am the truth, but he talks a lot about the truth. Oh, yeah. Like the truth will set you free yeah. in that context, too. I know what color I'm putting my hands If I'm not colorblind, I know what color I'm putting my hands on, and I know what texture I'm putting my hands on, and I know that nothing's going to trip me up if I get, you know, if I'm walking along a yeah. certain path and I can see it. So then we go to I am the gate for the sheep. And while he doesn't say life, he does allude to death because he says... You know, I tell you the truth, anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through a gate must surely be a thief and a robber. Well, that's, he's the gate for the sheep to stop non-life, if you want to use yeah. that same terminology. And he's indirectly, like, it's the way, too. Like, this is the... Right. Yeah. And then, I am the good shepherd. I, I sacrifice my life for my sheep. I, you know, get the wolves away when I see them coming. And so there's, so, you know, I am, and then we get to, I am the resurrection and the life. And obviously he's got some, I some, am the life. <laughs> I am, I, you know, he's got some life talk going on here. So, so he's been indirectly commenting way, truth and life that he right. is all those things and all these other, I am statements. So he's been making, I don't see the connection with truth, but but in a sense, there are directions that we can go in our lives, mm -hmm. and and knowing knowing that Google Maps is going to take me the best way that I can go, and inst instead of like pulling out a paper map and trying to find my own way. Uh -huh. Like Google Maps has lots of other resources, mm -hmm. traffic and, you know, roadblocks and things like that. And so knowing that they are guiding me in a way that is true and has been tested, you know, because of because of previous experiences yeah. or whatever. I mean, there is some comfort to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. Like or blanking on it but like the I don't know if you're piloting something or driving something like or sailing like keep your sit like stay true like keep true like okay isn't true, that true to the course yeah or something like that yeah okay or something about that in there gotcha <laughs>
All right, so one more thing, um, trying to wrap this up in just a second, but it says later, it says that the spirit will lead to all truth. And that is in uh, verse 17 of chapter 14. It says later, uh, the spirit will lead into all truth. So we've got the spirit of Jesus will lead that has a way, you know, you lead a certain way, which Jesus is just attributed to himself. And then I'm going to lead you into all truth, which is Jesus. How do we... Is there any other way that we can describe like all this interconnectedness that Jesus is talking about? I mean, like what are we supposed to take away from 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 phrases like this? Well, I th- I'm, keep in mind too the disciples are puzzled as they're so go easy on yourself too if you're trying to unpack and understand everything that Jesus is trying to the points he's trying to make, too. I mean, even, there's part of you even with, uh, uh, where Philip is asking, <laughs> to, uh, Lord, show us the Father. And then I just, I don't know what Jesus' expression would have been in that moment. <laughs> but mine would have been more of, like, come on. Contempt or... Yeah, just a little bit of like, come on, man. I've been sh- like showing you who the Father is for for a while now. Yeah. And I need you to... to... I, I think there's something to be said for... Pe- some people just want things plain. Jeff, are you, you know, are you 36 years old? Yes. Yes. Yes, I am. You know, it's like it's like we want we want to make these yes or no questions and then have them answered yes or no. Right, but I also feel like Jesus has been pretty clear on on like I and the Father are one. I and the Father are one. I and the Father are one. <laughs> and they're picking, like, they're picking up they're picking up stones to stone him, and he's yeah. like, seriously, <laughs> you know. Uh, right, and it'd be it'd be the same thing if I've said I am thirty six, I am thirty six, and then you said something at the end will anybody show me a 36 year old man to meet? <laughs> like, gotcha. been explicit you know like i don't know any other way to, for you to get this right and um but in some ways it is complicated so that's yeah and jesus is kind so yeah. thank, thank you kinder than i am thank you for that <laughs> um cool um, anything wrapping up here as far as like what, like this is, a, this is heavy because he's not, he's not even, he's not at the beginning of his ministry anymore. He's at the final stages of being in his ministry. So it's like final message before right. you leave somewhere. <laughs> I don't sure. know if you've ever gone through this kind of experience no. before. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But like, why, like, why is this, uh, why is this important? Well, I think that's one of the key just aspects, and this can be a kind of concluding note too on this one is thinking about, we want, we're so fascinated with the afterlife and we immediately you're getting some clues of what the afterlife is going to be. And you want to f- put those puzzle pieces together and try to get a picture of what it is. 
don't do that with this text too much because keep in mind that Jesus is just with a group of friends too and he's as you're saying like he's giving a farewell message and maybe they don't I don't know how much the disciples are getting that like he's saying that he's dying I don't right. know if they're really grasping that aspect of it yet but he's trying to comfort his friends who are sad that he's leaving and so that's a key aspect to really really keep in mind of like why he's saying the things that he's saying because he's trying to comfort right well and they're 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 in a hostile environment too i mean right they know they know it they're they're in judea and they're not they're not blind to that fact i guess right yeah like they know that like it's become a hot spot right now like or not it's become not a hot spot as i was saying earlier but it's become like hotbed a hotbed like just an intense situation yeah. currently all right yeah all right so that wraps up uh i am the way the truth and the life thanks again for joining us we will be back uh really soon and we're going to talk about the last i am statement and we'll see you then see ya Take it easy.